looked like this one second. Oh, yeah. A little closer to your mouth. Is the camera on? There you go. It, it is. Are we recording? A little, a little closer. You can leave it in. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, the behind the scenes is. <laughs> yeah. Sarah. You be an artist. See how easy it is. An aging woman on camera who has to do her own makeup. Get fucked, Hollywood. Oh my god. Jesus Christ! Look. I'm like a 95 Jewish lady. Yeah, you are. We're going to be really, really a funny pair when we're old. Oh, my God. (laughs) Insane. It's going to be so real. (laughs) It's going to be like, I I feel like there's going to be a lot of house dresses and moomoos. Oh, my God. That's I'm just waiting to full time transition to that. Same. (laughs) Ready? Are you mic'd? Yeah, I'm mic'd. Okay, great. I hope your day is full of crayons and markers and pastels and oil paints and ceramics. It's an art intro, losers. What's up, my art nerds? It's me, Shank, uh, reporting live from Mastermind for another episode of Shank with the one, the only, Stephanie Simbari. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Stephanie Simbari, there's just one thing I want to tell you about, and that's Oh Yeah Socks. Oh, Yeah. Look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not wearing socks, ask yourself why, you dirty dog. You need socks. They protect your most valuable assets, your toes. Whether you're into blueberries or sushi, there's a pair of socks for you. They also have really cool slippers. Um, My favorite pair are the the red panda slippers. They're really cute. They make great gifts for um christmas great stocking stuffers get a pair of socks support your favorite podcast it's oh yeah.com that's three o's h-y-e-a-h.com discount code sarah s-a-r-a 10 for 10 percent off give the gift of socks no one wakes up and says fuck i wish i had less socks give the gift of socks and support your favorite show um also i just want to remind you guys kim Congdon and i are coming to the brea Impro- improv on december 27th that's two days after Christmas. Tickets available online in the link tree of my Instagram at Princess Shank. Also, January 14th, This Bitch and Friends show returns to the Comedy Store main room. So far, it's Kim and I and Ryan Sickler. So it's already a fire lineup. More information soon. Uh, make sure to make sure to check in on that. Get some tickets, guys. Also, subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash Sarah Weinshank. For behind the scenes videos and pictures. All right, let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the One, the only Stephanie Sambari. Here it is, guys. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest, you know her, you love her. It's the return of the one, the only Stephanie Sambari. Wow, what an intro. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi. I want to like just start by saying I'm sorry about my heavy breathing. My pregnancy has caused me to sound like okay. So last time obese. you were, you don't sound obese. I'm like, and I'm so <laughs> congested. It's like so terrible. It's like the opposite of ASMR. Wait, the last time you were on the podcast, <laughs> you have lipstick on your teeth. No. Yeah. Good. Good. Look, I'm a human. There's good days. There's bad days. <laughs> Baby, so, you have lipstick on your teeth every day. <laughs> someone to help me yeah i'm like i like a lip but i can't put it on the right way i'm like a child 
Um, the last time you were on the podcast, I was pregnant. You were pregnant. Secretly. Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. It was like really new. It was really new, and I remember feeling so pregnant. And I look back now, and I'm like, lol. <laughs> because <laughs> Anna was like, we couldn't talk about it because it was still new. I don't think we talked about it. We didn't pregnant. talk about it. I hadn't told anybody yet. I had told like you guys. Yeah, and that was it. Okay, let's talk about the preg- the day you found out you were pregnant. <laughs> One of the most, like, <laughs> not okay days of life. So we were eating at, 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 yeah, Soho, at the Soho House. House, and we were talking about how I got cummed in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, it was actually like I already knew that you had gotten cummed in because you were, I was like, did you get cummed in? And you're like, yeah, but I wasn't ovulating. And I was like, are you sure? And then you were like... Well, maybe I was ovulating. <laughs> and then and then when we were and then we're like having a lunch and I'm like, "Are you pregnant?" Yeah, you and, were asking me a lot. I was like, "This bitch is pregnant." You were you were very convinced. Olivia was convinced. Like everyone kind of that's my closest friends knew, but <laughs> but you But did. I was in like deep denial. Like I knew like right after it happened and then I was like filing that under never thinking about that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna continue to do mushrooms and smoke weed and live my best life. Like I yeah. just was like that can't be real. Yeah. But then you were like, well, if you're not, then why don't we just go get a test? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fine, I can do that. That's fine. And then we went to see, well, first, the telltale of the whole thing would have been before I even went into CVS, I made us get a fucking ice cream. Yeah. I was like, let's just offer an ice cream. And I'm like, maybe I am pregnant. Like, the whole thing was like a, a joke to me. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Because that, also your hair was kind of like green at the time. Oh, yeah. It was like and transitioning. <laughs> I was like, you're like, I, got, I have like, you're like green hair. You was like very like a teen. You felt like a teenager. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this is like my teen pregnancy moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we were in the grocery store, like looking at the, all the pregnancy tests. <clears throat> and then we got them. I bought so many. We bought so many. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you peed on the the and stick. then we went back to my, oh no okay hold on hold on we go back to my house Sarah's sitting on the floor of my bathroom I'm on the toilet about to pee on a stick and she's like oh fuck do you have a tampon I just got my period I was like are you fucking kidding me? I know it was like very hilarious and then I peed on the stick and as you were like realizing you had your period my stick turned yes. And your reaction when it turned yes that was a full on acid trip. That was the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why? You, uh, first of all, I've never been with anyone while they found out in the moment that they were pregnant. Me either. And I was like, this is an interesting space to hold for, <laughs> for someone who is, even though she got cummed in, is very shocked that she's pregnant. You were like, you were like, I lo- you were like crying, laughing, crying, laughing. Like every having- emotion <laughs> yeah. in like a 10 minute period. That's why I'm saying it was like acid or like DMT. Like it was a no. full psychedelic break. It was so <laughs> yeah. crazy. I couldn't, I didn't know. Cause like, even if you, even if like, yeah, realistically, like I got cummed in and I knew I was pregnant on some level and whatever. When you see it turn, yes, like something else happens to you. Like something takes over your body and it's just like, your whole, you can see your whole life change and flash before your eyes. That's what I felt like. I felt like I traveled like like through my whole lifetime all of a sudden. Because I'm like, I'm going to be a mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it got so real so fast. And like I was happy and like freaked out and like, you know, went through a lot of emotion. And then and after that. And like, now where are you with it? No, I'm at peace. I mean, I'm very uncomfortable. You are? 
Oh, yeah. As you can tell by my heavy breathing and inability to talk for more than 10 seconds without running out of air. Um, I was traveling pregnant. Terrible. Don't mm. recommend it. Really? So bad. In, in the end, flying back from Florida, I upgraded to first class. Me and Tyler split an upgrade ticket because it was so expensive. But he was literally like, dude, I can't sit with you for six hours. It's uncomfortable again. You have to lay down. And even laying down, it was like not comfortable. No. Yeah, because, like, it's not comfortable. You get so swollen. You're, like, on the side and your other side and your back. Like, you want to hydrate, but you have to pee. Like, it's just, like, I'm done traveling till after the kid comes. That's fucking crazy. So, yeah. question. Yeah. Are you going to have a playlist for your birth? I want to. What's going to be on the track? Um. Okay, so, like, I don't know. I pretty much, like, asked my musically inclined friends to, like. DJ your birth? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, I'm like you you'll get like the like my water breaks to like almost delivering the baby shift, and then I'm gonna need someone else to take over when it comes to like the birth canal moment. Ooh, the birth canal moment's powerful. I know, so that's why I'm like, <laughs> I feel like in the beginning I need some like empowering music that's like, I'm but I'm afraid to have every woman. <laughs> It's all in me. <laughs> that, that's on the playlist. That has to be that has to be how your son comes out. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I want words, but then I'm wondering if like when you're giving birth, like the idea of listening to words will make you want to like kill yourself, like or be so annoyed cuz like part of me feels like everything's going to be like annoying. I could see that. You know where I'm like I need to focus. I feel like I'm going to feel like that. But like, then maybe what do you not. Need? Like Gregorian chant <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm trying to get some like, like churchy like, ah, like like whatever the backing track to every Florence the Machine song is I want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like really like empowering witchy okay muse. but then I'm also like I need earth sounds and I need like flowing rivers yeah but like m I don't know more like drum beats no. <laughs> I don't know I've never given birth before but I feel like it's important to have Good music. But Chelsea Skidmore pushed to Rob Zombie. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I need some, like, Cardi B. Like, maybe I don't yeah. need to be so spiritual. Like, maybe I need, like, a mix of... A Cardi B. Cardi B. Money. Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you know... All the powerful... The Doors. I don't know. Get weird. No, The Doors. Go on some fucking mescaline for a few hours. <laughs> I don't LA know. woman. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> 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 Sorry, this isn't a visual podcast, but... It is. Oh, wait. It's you guys, not, yeah. not a visual. I forgot. Okay. Um, Whenever I rewatch your podcast with us, I watch it. I don't listen. A lot of people prefer to watch. I think watching is fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actor performing. So, <laughs> so okay, you have a sub stack. Oh, my God. Sarah. Let's talk about your sub stack for a second. Okay. So, one thing about Stephanie, she's a multi-talented individual. <laughs> Funny. Great writer. Um, does stand-up. Can act. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's a triple threat. Um, <laughs> but I would say I'm like a triple like. Mm. She's, <laughs> she's a triple minor threat. Yeah, she's like a low key a subtle threat. energy that's yeah, just in the yeah. space. Um, so okay, on your Substack, that's where you write all your musings. Yeah, so I like basically for the past three years, I've been in like a, well, I would say two years because like 2020 was like a collective reset in a way. But actually, like, really fun. 
2020 was the best year of our lives. It really fucking was, dude. I was like, I don't have to do shit. I could just like stay at home and hike every day. I've never been more tan. I've never been hotter. I've never been having more sex. I was I've never my been best less life. stressed. I know. We were killing it. We were fucking killing so, it. So I won't say the last three years because that one year where things changed, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the last two years, like since 2021, 2022, I kind of like obviously went through so much like with my mom dying and my show going off the air and all these things that were just like real life things that I like needed to just like heal from internally self-resource and heal from I stopped like doing anything (laughs) basically like which I admire because yes because for me when I when um it's really hard for me to do that. And I think that we prioritize as a, as a society work yeah, and not enough self-care. Yeah. So it's like if you go through a transformational period where you're losing your mother, yeah, it makes sense that you would need to just stop for a second. Yeah, and something that I actually had to reframe to kind of like let myself off the hook and not feel guilty about it was this notion that like the work that I was doing is any less valuable than like work work. Right. Like I had to be like, because I'm like, I wasn't working for two years, but it's like I was fucking working my ass off inside. Right. Like trying to be okay and let things go and grieve and all of those things. Like that that took a lot of effort. Right. But I didn't do anything <laughs> like well, for but, my career. But also because the mom stuff happened pretty fast. Super it was like fast. she got diagnosed and then it was like rapid. She died five months later. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. really very much time to even process what was happening you kind of just had to show up for it Mm -hmm. and then and then like you needed time to decompress from that and heal you know what I mean yeah and it's like it's an ongoing process like obviously I still experience grief especially with becoming a mother and going through this journey like without her is just like crazy I had so many moments where I'm like so sad and so fucked up but the initial portal of feeling like I fucking got sucked through a black hole and then like, yeah, what the fuck just happened? That obviously has like been dealt with. Right. But you, I know when it, when it was happening, I was trying to like live process it, you know, where I'm like, I know this is the biggest event in my life that I'm going through. I was super present for it and I was processing it. It was fucking crazy. You were like flying from L.A. to New York, L.A. to New York. Yeah. Like, it was... I was basically I was like two weeks, two weeks in each place, like back and forth. And you just did it. It was horrible. I know, but you did it. And I was like, oh, she's like an overall woman. (laughs) She's like showing up for her family in need and like setting up doctor's appointments. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I should get groceries. (laughs) I'm like, Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, what are we? What the fuck? I definitely felt like I was initiated into adulthood in a really real way. Yeah, like, and then it kind of just makes sense that you would then like have a baby. To, totally. Because it was like, this is, because the amount that you were doing, it, it is interesting how when you're taking care of someone, you it's like the roles reverse and you kind of become the mother for a second. 100%. You know? Yeah, 100%. And the, it's kind of weird because I always felt that with my mom to some degree because she was pretty like, emotionally wild, wild. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but this was obviously like a whole different thing and I was always like whoa like I'm 36 but I feel like I'm becoming an adult right now 
like I thought I was an adult before, but I totally wasn't. And then it got me thinking about people who don't lose their parents till they're really old. And I'm like, whoa, there's a part of us that always remains a child, no matter until how that. old we are, until our parents die. Yeah. And it's just the weirdest feeling. My dad's still alive, but it's there's just like a difference in Yeah. You know, how we interact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I'm not triggered by him in the same way anymore because like I had to heal that part of my child, my inner child during that process with my mom. Right. Of like needing to reach out and get something from an adult or like have them heal you or fix you or always be there for you or whatever. Like when they die, the reflection of them, then like the trauma that you hold, like doesn't hold any power. That's that's why. Like all of a sudden you're like, who am I even mad at? Like they're not even here. Right. So then, like, you look at the other parent, and you're like, well, it's ridiculous to be mad at you, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, it's not worth it's it. It's just, like, not really real. Right. At all. It's just your own inner child, like, not being nurtured by yourself. Right. And then you're like, why can't you show up like this? And it's like, because that's who they are. Like, yeah. it's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. That's just... Like, that's what we do in all, re- whatever, I'm going on a tear about no, relationships, but. We, what do we do in all relationships? That's what we do. We, like, get so mad at people who, like, we have expectations for that isn't in alignment with who they are, and then we're, like, pissed at them for not being in alignment with who they are. Yeah, like, everyone it, has limitations. And it's like, well, then don't be with someone if you don't like who they are. Right. Or just interact with them in a different way that meets the, like, truth of what they're capable of giving you. Right. And I also think that, for me, like, doing a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. You start realizing, okay, I'm actually like an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, I need to heal. Like, Am I gonna spend my whole adult life mad? like being a mad, like, um, reactive child? That's because there dumb. are people who do. Yeah, and it's and it's dark, sad. I know people who are like still mad at their parents, and they're old, and they're old, and it's not like they're gonna get the time back. That's the thing. And that's like the biggest thing that I feel like I learned from what happened with my mom is just like looking back on so much of the time we spent together. I'm just like, there was a lot of wasted bullshit with me being like immature and angry. Right. When it's like we could have just been enjoying ourselves. Right. With her, she was the same way. She also had her unhealed parent trauma. And this is why we heal generational trauma. Yes. Because <laughs> the cycle's like... She had it and then gave it to me and then I gave it back to her and it was like this exchange and and I was also like enacting her thing. Right. And when she died, it was just all like, so that was all so pointless. Right. Well. We could have just accepted each other. What do you think is how, I guess like how do you prevent that from happening with your kid? I was so out of breath from talking for two minutes. Well, this is insane. Take your time. This is insane. <laughs> what, that you're pregnant? Yeah, there's just something lives in you and is like sucking your life you force. And is like literally moving all of your organs out of the way. Like sometimes I'll feel him move and I'm like, that was my kidney. Like I'm like, no. It's, yeah, I'm like, it's so intense. I gotta hit start on this shit. Oh, it's okay. I, 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 like, I have okay. it like roughly. Okay. Okay. Um, Anyways, so I was like, it's weird because it's also pressing on your lungs. And I'm like, oh, God. Do you feel connected <sighs> to your baby? Well, yeah. I mean, he lives inside of me. Well, I know. But there's some women that were, I have friends who have been pregnant. And they're like, I didn't feel connected until I was actually holding my baby and, like, looking her in the eyes or him in the eyes. or 
I mean, I definitely understand that to some degree. Like, sometimes I'll just randomly be like, who is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if he's just a blob. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I kind of know, and I can, like, envision it and whatever. But, like, it's all very out of focus. Right. But I feel connected because, like, he's inside of me. Like, he kicks me. He, like, moves around. It's like, I can't sleep. I am humongous. Like if you play like, music, does he move? Mm. <laughs> I want to know no, if he's dancing not in your like, womb. And he's kicked me right now. He is? Not like any more Can we than make him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing that makes him move except for Tyler. He's obsessed with Tyler. Tyler? Let's talk about Tyler. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Tyler. You met Tyler very fast. Like sometimes you meet someone and three weeks later you're pregnant. <laughs> And it works, and it's working. It's working. He's the best. He's so great. I don't, it's like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. I love that that's our story. I love that that's how it happened. It was so crazy. Because it kind of proves what I always thought would happen. Like, I always kind of rushed into things. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm just going to meet someone. It's just going to happen. You did say that. Yeah. Because there's a whole conversation because it's like as women, you go back and forth like, should I freeze my eggs? And so many people in in this industry do. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about it and you're like, I'm just going to do it when I do it. I'm not really going to worry about it. Yeah. And then you did. I know. It's so crazy. She's <laughs> <laughs> magic. I think that um, I just always had faith that I was like learning along the way of my path of like, all of the dumb dating things I was doing, I kept being like, but I'm learning to get to the point where I can call in the person who's like gonna be in alignment. Yeah. Like it wasn't all just journaled, like chaos and hoariness. But the, the <laughs> amount that you've journaled. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I know. Admirable. I feel like there's gold in those journals. There is. I'm constantly trying to like mine them and like copy them and paste them and whatever. And I'm just like, ugh. How many journals, how many journals do you have? Like going at one time or like in well, throughout time. Okay, and let me space. just tell you one thing I remember quite vividly. What? Your old apartment that was like uh, kind of by Largemont. Uh huh. I remember going there and you're like, yeah, these are my notebooks. And there was tons <laughs> of notebooks. No, it's insane. It was like, it was like the musings of a mad woman. <laughs> it was insane. And you're like, yeah, 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 but I, I might do something with them. I might put them, like, I might, I don't know. And you, they're like in boxes and there's a lot of them. Yeah, I know. I had to put like, I had to put all of the ones except for from the past three years in storage. They're in storage? Yeah. You're paying storage on, on the journals? <laughs> and like a couch. I was wondering where those journals were. I'm like, I know she has them. Yeah. I don't know what I think I'm going to do with them. I have this like long vision that one day it's going to be this like excavation process and I'm going to be like. A book? It's just going to have like so much fucking nuggets of gold in it. Like I literally process everything in there. Sometimes I read them back and I'm like. Damn, like I'm smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that is very wise. And it's like when you're journaling. But then I forget all of it. But when you're journaling, this is what I've noticed. Tell me if this is true for you. It's like, it's stuff that you know, but once you get into a flow state, it just comes forth like it isn't even you. Like it's almost like a divine drop in. Yeah, you're like channeling it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's like you're like, oh, all this wisdom is dropping in through me, and the process of writing it, it just keeps the flow going. It's your higher self, like, being able to move through you. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. like, in your conscious life, you can't really, you're too busy dealing with, like, I got to get a smoothie, I got to go over here, I got to go over here, to, like, have, like, the 
wisdom and perspective that you need to actually like feel good in life. Should have written that in my article. Yeah, you just wrote an article on Substack. I know I should have written about that. manifestation. Don't you hate that when you like publish something or like do a set and then like two minutes later you're like, Oh, that's what I should have said. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's like that's why that prevents me from publishing so many articles because I'm like, it's not there yet. But it doesn't no matter how long I wait, this still happens. I would say just do like uh, uh, like just keep read, going. Like did you ever used to read like like Dwight Conkergood or anything like that? Like he, he would like write something and it'd be like everybody like this is the best thing ever, and then he'd like rewrite it. He'd be like, actually, I thought it sucked, and they'd be like, actually, this is the best thing. Ever. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'd be like, I thought about it more, and here's some more like thoughts on this. Well, so that's great. That's why Dwight you... Con who Conkergood. Yeah. Okay, Dwight. Dwight. We love him. Big D. <laughs> Good move, Dwight. I'm gonna steal that one. <laughs> so okay, so can people can just go on and read your Substack? Yeah. Do so right now subscribe? I'm doing it as like a free subscription. Okay. But then I think I'm gonna also start doing like podcasting and like video content. You should. Yeah. So that I think I'm gonna add as like a paid subscription and like maybe give free subscribers like one article a month and then like the paid ones like get like three and like audio video. I don't know. I haven't worked out like the tier the of subscriptions, but that's kind of what I think I should do. Yeah. I think it's smart. Yeah. It feels like a good like internet space to just like make my little home. <laughs> Your home on Substack. Yeah. I'm just like Instagram is sort of not, it's not really for writing for writing and it's like limited and fucking corrupt <laughs> yeah, yeah it is <laughs> and so i like don't like it but whatever i've kind of surrendered just being like i can use this or not use this or whatever i downloaded this app opal did i tell you about this you did guys this is real deal helpful shit okay opal is an app that blocks you from your own instagram so when you get to that point in your life where you're in like your k-hole of instagram addiction where you find yourself like opening and closing it and then going back to your phone and opening and closing it again. Looking like, at people's pages who you shouldn't be. Yeah, that and also Deep just investigations. <laughs> you're like, oh wait, how did I get here? Who and then is you're this like, person? And then you're like, why am I so sad? I <laughs> why am I so sad? I've just been looking at anorexics, drinking matchas. Whatever your dark kink is, <laughs> that's obviously Sarah's. <laughs> anorexics, drinking matchas. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's go into that. Why is that here? I, I can get caught up in like the influencer traps. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. oh, do I need a peak tea or whatever the fuck that is? Peak tea is really good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that type of stuff. I'm like, oh, should I be selling peak tea? Should I reach out to peak tea? I'm like, you yeah. know, those types of things where I'm like, who who cares? Just do it or don't do it. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, reach out to peak tea. <laughs> <laughs> this episode sponsored by peak tea. No, uh, so retrograde used to be sponsored by them. Really? That's how I know about it. They're but so good. I saw them first with you, and then I saw them again. The flavors recently. in those little crystals and how portable they are. What What is it? Is it's it like, it's a special process. Ugh, fuck, of course I forget. But it's like a special process <laughs> that turns, that like distills the loose leaf tea into these like crystals. Whoa. And they have like all different kinds of crystals, and it's um instant, either cold or hot. Okay, okay, I need it. They're great. And like the matcha has a really good flavor. That was my favorite one. The turmeric is good. The hibiscus, all the, okay. Sponsor me, actually. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Sarah, you're uh, off the table. Hey. <laughs> it's 
sponsor both of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. This is a collaboration. Right, yeah. <laughs> Every episode with me and Shank gets a peak, peak tea sponsorship. Tea. Hey, I love that. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about, sister. Yeah. Collaborate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, I hear that. Uh, I don't know. I think Instagram is a dark, toxic hole that's stealing all of our souls. <laughs> it is. And it's also like, to some degree, I have to engage with it to promote stuff. So it's trying to figure out. That's why I need this Opal. This is why Opal is the tool. Okay. Because it, it helps you to like take a step back. Like it blocks you from your crazy addictive habit like what i was talking about before and i've seen myself do this and i think this is the scariest way i've ever interacted with technology on a daily basis is i open my phone i open an app i look at it i close it i, I put my phone out. i don't need anything from the app two seconds later i compulsively pick up my phone and do the same exact thing yeah what is that? i've seen you do that yeah, of course i do you're that. constantly doing that it's it's an unconscious like distracted addicted psychosis you're like, <laughs> it's like i need some dopamine it's so dark and it t it's like stealing like creativity from us. It's stealing spirituality. It's stealing connection. Like it really is doing that. And I notice that when I like set hard boundaries, like I can't do it myself though. That's what's so fucked up about it. That's why you need Opal. Is because Are you paid by Opal? <laughs> no, but like I, <laughs> I was thinking that I should reach out to Opal and be like, I want to work with you guys. Like I'll do whatever because I believe so much in like the, the what it's doing to our psyche is so negative. However... Cutting it off completely, which I've tried to do in the past out of like ex the extreme measures of having no self-control where it's like I'm an addict. Right. I can't have any Instagram if it's up to me because I'll just fucking binge Instagram. Right. That doesn't work either because then you're like cutting yourself off from the world. And like as much as I want to be like, we need to move away from technology. That's not happening. No. We're only going more and more into technology. It's going to almost become more of like a necessity, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need to reorganize and reframe my relationship to it so that I don't do that. So I had Opal block me first. It was like all day, every day. Then I was like, okay, I cold turkey. Cold turkey. I was like, are you sweating? <laughs> I couldn't do it. Withdraw. I'm like, oh, what's everyone doing? <laughs> Start sending everyone photos of myself because I just need validation so bad. There she is. <laughs> I'm like, no context. <laughs> I still do that. But um, and then I'm like, okay, I think I can handle like 15 minutes of Instagram a day. But then for whatever reason it wasn't working that it could be like 15 minutes like at any time. Like I noticed that like if I start in the morning, no Instagram, then my psyche is a lot better. So then I started like tinkering with the Opal settings. Tinkering with the Opal settings. <laughs> yeah. To be like, okay, what works for me is no Instagram in the morning. I can have it on for like from like 10 a.m. to 12 and then I turn it off again until like 530 and then I can have like one more half hour. And then, like, making that time intentional. So it's, like, if the 30 minutes in the morning are for, like, whatever dumbass posting, that's fine. If that's for work, that's fine. But, like, knowing what I'm using my time for so I'm not just, like, mindlessly using it. I mindlessly use it. It's so toxic, dude. You got Is this an intervention? Yeah. That's why I came here. <laughs> She's like, I and came here very pregnant to tell to you get subscribers no more Instagram. To <laughs> Take tea, discount code Simbari. Yeah. My secret spot. <laughs> <on>. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, creation. <laughs> you just keep pulling out things. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do you know what kind of mom you want to be? A cool mom. <laughs> Are you gonna let them drink? Them. 
What if it what if it was two? We're already when <laughs> we're yeah. Oh my god, no, that's my nightmare. Although some British lady was like the other day, she's like, "Oh my god, how pregnant are you?" And no. I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "You're so huge." <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking rude. straight up. And I'm like, "Okay." And then she's like. I was like, I'm six and a half months. She's like, oh my God, are you having twins? No. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. Was it a random lady? It was the lady who was checking me out at my hair salon. And she's like a middle-aged, very like, how do I describe it? She has like red hair and really fair skin. And she's very like plain Jane British. Uh-huh. Like I couldn't be mad at her because I'm just like, look at this lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, am I... It's so fat. Like, no, you're pregnant. Yeah, I know. But like, that's fucking crazy. People Do people say, say the cr- cr- what else? Oh, I don't think I can. I don't God. know if I could. I could cry. You're not gonna on cry. the wrong day. No, what's gonna happen and what happens you to get me? Mad? I get so fucking sassy. I said to oh, one yeah, person, you, "I've seen you. Get you sad. need to slow your roll." No, <laughs> like, I, I just like. I said to someone, that's your story and that's not my story. I heard you say that. Like, it gets so dark. Because people come up to you and they'll be like, well, your life is over. They or, say well, the most insane things about, like, your body, your life. Your do sh- they touch you? I've only had one person touch me without asking. I think I come across as someone who will s- cut you if you touch me without asking. Yeah. People are so weird. Like, may I? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, not may I. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the ask, but it is like. Yeah. I'm not going to say no unless I get like a really bad vibe from you. I might say no. It's very, I don't like people you touching might. me and I'm not pregnant. No, I know. It's someone really hard to navigate. Someone touched me last night. I go, what the fuck? Just <laughs> someone I said, can I touch you? <laughs> like It <laughs> just it depends on the them? person. Yeah. Can I touch you? I don't know. Can I touch you? Yeah, exactly. Have you done that? Yeah. And what they say? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> They have to yes and. Yeah, like you have to say yes at that point. Yeah. You've been bamboozled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so aggressive. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely something you're not prepared for. And also it can get, it can be scary because it is like a very new experience that I'm having. So I don't know. I If I was like just listening to everyone, I would be really, really fucked up and confused because you don't know. What do you mean? Like, you don't know what this experience is. So if someone's like, be careful, you're never going to have sex again. Like, I could easily be like, you're right, I'm never going to have sex again. Or whatever. Like, your hair's going to fall off. Like, oh my God, it is. Like, I could just be, like, being pulled in, like, every... People tell you horror stories. ...fucked up direction. They're like, your gums, they're going to bleed. Well, they do bleed. I've heard that. They bleed a lot. They do? Did you see on my Instagram when I posted a picture of me spitting out my gum blood and it literally was the shape of a dick and balls? No, when was that? <laughs> it was like a month ago. Do you have the picture? Yeah, I do. Can you send me that? We'll end. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can do that. It's literally like two balls no. and like a weird long dick. And I'm like, I am having a boy. No. <laughs> yeah. The, gu- the bleeding gums definitely sucks. But it's not like something that I would tell someone and be like, oh my God, you're pregnant. Have your gums started bleeding? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't do that. Right. That's just like crazy to me. Everyone needs to just like process their trauma. Who's, who... Like, are men weird about it? Are they, I feel like some men are really, like, attracted to pregnant That's women. probably the weirdest thing I've heard. What do you mean? Some There's been a couple of dudes who have been like, oh, my God, I love pregnant women. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> really? Down boy. Really? Yeah, you could tell they're, like, horny for it. It's, it's like a whole porn category. It is? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. He knows about porn. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't. laughs> pregnant porn category? Oh, yeah. 
People love it. I remember my grandpa was really into pregnant women. Very weird to weird. remember. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandpa being a player. I remember him hitting on pregnant women all the time at, at, at the grocery store. That's amazing. Where he at? Dead. Damn, I wish you would know me. <laughs> he is right now. <laughs> What's his name? Walter. Go you on. You can have it, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, it is It is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's like the divine feminine, right? Because it's like the supernatural, super powerful, life-giving thing. Yeah. Like, when I see a, a beautiful pregnant woman, it's so, it's like empowering. It's crazy that we do this. It's so crazy that you get cummed in and then a creature just grows inside of you. It doesn't get less crazy. A creature. <laughs> it is right it's now. It's a bird. It's an alien. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my God. You just see on my Instagram today that I fucking found a bird's nest under the hood of my car? No. <laughs> Dude. What do you mean? You okay. Just- First of all, I thought directly after this, I thought I'm going to be someone's mother. This is crazy. I hadn't changed my oil in like so long. Who knows how long? I, I feel like if you're saying that, it was a really long time. Yeah, like I definitely think the worst characteristic. Not a bird nest. <laughs> no, dude. A full, not a bird nest. A full. Under the hood. A full. I'm not even Spider joking. Spider webs, a bird nest. Birds, look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then like I took it out. Send me that, too. Look, I took it out. This man helped me take it out and put it on the ground. Why? <laughs> because he like, I think like if you're a woman and you look like you're in distress, like a good man will just have to ask if you need help. <laughs> so it's kind of just like standing over the hood I'm of my never car. Around like around good men. I was like, I was just well, like. Well, I have to pretend to know what to do with this bird. Literally, <laughs> literally, I was like, whoa, that's pretty solid. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to pick it up. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Like does the Arco off Pico no. in Santa Monica. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just like pulled over because like I have to get oil. Like because when my Alex was staying in my house watching the dogs and like the light came on that said like my trans shaft or some shit like was trans off. shaft i don't know that wasn't it i, I don't know what, what a trans shaft is <laughs> that, wasn't that wasn't it but it <laughs> that wasn't it it's bringing up a lot for me yes. trans shaft. i'm so sorry is it the shaft of a transgender's no this is not political <laughs> this is okay. uh, this is it's not penis related not penis related and that's definitely not what it was at all <laughs> but it was something with my transmission basically being like you, ha- you you haven't had oil for so long that now like maybe your transmission's getting fucked up so i was like oh god like that's a serious car thing so i was like i had to put oil in anyways i go to the arco and i get my the hood popped and i open it and there's a full fucking bird's nest in so there so do you put oil in it yourself i did i've never done that i know i really felt like i needed to do it i felt like i needed to do it you put oil in your car while yeah. pregnant yeah i was like this is important I have to be like a woman who can do things. I did get a man to remove the bird's nest. And I also got a man (laughs) to help me open the oil hole because my nails were like, it was was so classically like male, female. Like the oil thing was like not turning and my nail was like, I could feel it was going to break if I kept doing it. And so I was like, like, and then I was like, excuse me, do you know how to open this? And it was like a college kid. He's like, oh man, I'm so bad with car stuff because people don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Especially young people. Like, Especially Gen Z. Yeah, he was so young. He's like, I don't even know what it, what is that? And I nah. was like, yeah, but it was fine. Because I was like, I don't need you to know what it is. I just need to turn that lever. And did he do it? Yeah. And he opened it. And I was like, thank you. I'm like, I know what it is. I just, the nails. <laughs> and then you poured it in yourself? Yeah. And I'm going to take it to like get it looked at or whatever. I don't know. It's like a valvoline. How do you know like what? Google. 
follow that. Yeah, just Google what you, your question is. It'll be there. It's That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, wait, why was I saying that? I was saying that for another reason. The nest. I don't know. We got on the subject of the nest. And then the I was nest. like, this is crazy. I'm going to be someone's mom. Like, I, ha- I have to be able to change my oil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a second from the pod to talk about our sponsor, Schedule 35. If you know me, you know I love to microdose. Psilocybin has been a really helpful tool for me. Um, I can't recommend it enough. And when I microdose, there's only one brand I use, and that's Schedule 35. You can go to schedule35.co. That's schedule35.co. Discount code SHANK, S-H-E-N-K, 15 for 15% off psilocybin products whether you're into chocolates or teas there's something for you or capsules my favorite are is the chocolate though all right let's get back into the pod with steph what do you feel like are you seeing things within that framework like everything within that framework right now or is it still in the like transitional period it feels like i'm becoming aware of how like i'm the person someone's gonna go to as the real authority figure and to like know stuff and do stuff for them and so i have to be like doing that like, think about how you were with your parents. Yes. Like, they know everything. They know everything. They teach me about the world. And, like, when I have a question, I ask them. and They make me feel safe. And they make all these things. It's like, I have to be that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you taught Haley's daughter what clouds are. Clouds? Yeah. I did? Yeah. I did? Yeah. Our neighbor's daughter. Learned. What? Yeah, our friend Haley. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah. Now she goes, clouds. G points and she didn't even know what it was before and uh Haley told me that you taught her oh my god I'm obsessed with that yeah and she's obsessed with clouds because me and her are simpatico with our little cancer moons hell yeah cancer I'm like teaching her how to be more sensitive you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm like look at the environment no Haley is an amazing mom Haley is amazing she gives me a lot of inspiration and just like confidence that like we can do this yeah. Like people are Haley was a mom <laughs> before she even had a kid. Yeah. She was one of real, those. For real. She has like the list of resources. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, if um the power goes out, I got a generator. Like, I'll be there. She's like, do you have these supplies for your bug out bag? What's a bug out bag? Oh, that's like her like earthquake fire kit. A bug out bag? That's, that's what, she, what she calls it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for when she bugs out? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's we should have one. I used to have one, but I lost it again. I'm a mom. I got to get a bug out bag. What are you packing for the hospital? Do you know what to pack? I'm like one of the hospital. Oh, I forgot you're not going to the hospital. She's she's Ugh. a home birth. What? Oh. How home dare birth. you? I'm sorry. Me. I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't watch the business of being born because <laughs> I don't like visuals. You have. It's not All like they, my it's friends not like they- get mad at me because I'm. I don't want to know. I want to go in blind. Do you see how upset my body language is? <laughs> <I know. laughs> so do you have, you have like a doula? Or you have, I have a midwife. You have a midwife. Yeah. And then I also have an OB who will come to my home birth. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's Because chill. she's like works with my midwife because she prefers home birth over hospital. Okay. But like it does make me feel better with like everyone putting so much pressure on me of like, where's your doctor going to be? Where's your doctor going to be? Like that does get me into like a little bit of a fear space. So I'm happy that my OB is like. Coming. Coming, coming, even though I fully trust my midwife, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like the business of being born, first of all, like, let's just circle back. It's not like a graphic film on childbirth. It's like, it's not. You don't even see any birth until the very end, and it's not like the fucking camera is, like, under her body. It's, like, just, like, 
weird to see someone be like, uh, uh, like it's not like graphic, but it teaches you so much about the industry of birth and how it was like co-opted by Western medicine and like all this different stuff that is really important to know because the truth is, is that in the hospital, way more complications occur than at home. That makes sense. But they make you feel through their like propaganda and brainwashing that you would have had those complications anyway had you have been home and thank God you were there because they saved you. But that's not true. It's wild. There are some rare circumstances where a hospital is necessary. But if you're like have a healthy pregnancy, like everything's normal, there's no reason to think anything will go wrong, like it probably won't. So like how often are you checking in with your midwife leading up to birth? Mm, I see her like, I'm seeing her tomorrow. What, what happens like, when Once you a see month, her? I guess. Different things at different times. But I always get to hear the heartbeat with the Doppler. And she'll just like, yeah, I don't know. It's so wild. Check in with me and like make me feel better and like, you know. And you're doing a class, right? And like take tests and whatever. Um, I did a class, yeah. And was that helpful? Yeah, that's why I like know about some of these things where like I had my intuition was like, I definitely don't feel drawn to a hospital at all, but I and I feel drawn to a home birth, but I don't really know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And like I don't, I realized that I don't know anything about being pregnant in general. Like none of us do, right? That's until you're actually- until you're pregnant, and you're like, you have to do what, when, and like the same thing with having a baby. There's going to be so many things that I'm like, huh? Like someone sent me this like. Oh, no, the nose the sucker, the Frida suck nose thing. sucker, the, the nose bugger sucker. sucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. what's this contraption? And they're like, they're going to have a lot of boogers. You're going to need to suck out. Like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like random stuff. And like learning to breastfeed and all that. But the class was more about maybe I'll take another class. Who knows? Like when I'm like breastfeeding or with like an infant. Because I'm like, even though I've babysat so much in my life, I'm also like, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, but I feel like you're going to naturally I mean, know. you you have your intuition, of course. Right. But there's some things that, like, the class for the birthing gave me information that, like, supported my intuition, that helped me in, like, other conversations and make other decisions based on information and not just, like, whimsically on my intuition. Right. Which is a great place to, like, be guided by, but then I wanted, like, facts to back it up and be able to give real, like, merit to. Right. Well, I was talking to my mom and she said that her and my dad went to like this birthing class and they showed like a very visceral birth and all everyone was like, whoa, afterward. And my dad went and just got like a big piece of pizza and everyone was like, how can you eat right now? (laughs) It was all like (laughs) he was so stressed. He was just like, I need pizza. Yeah. It was like very visual. (laughs) It is weird how like different men react to pregnancy. Yeah. How's Tyler reacting? He's doing great, and he's he's, he's not weird at all, but something that we talk about is, like, there's certain things that I'm going through that, like, he just literally can't relate to. Right. Like, he empathizes with me, and he wants to help me, and he wants to, like, be supportive to me, but, like, he can't know it. Right. You know? Like, and so there's been, like, a process of me having to go through either, like, asking for what I need or trying to explain it more and then also just like letting go of like really fully needing that type of thing from a man. Right. And like, just being like, okay, this is, he's just not going to be able to know what it feels like. But I'm like, it's kicking. Ah, whatever I'm going through. He's like, yeah. Whoa, babe. 
it's like you know it's just like that and then he'll put it in he's like that is crazy you know it's like i'm like but my experience is so much more intense yeah and he's like there with me but he's not like there with me right so it's just funny that that's something we talk about all the time is just like that's why men have wild reactions to pregnancy because they can't conceive of it right he always goes, it would make us too powerful if we could. <laughs> <laughs> like, like seahorses? And he like described like it's like it's he's like it's a being that's like emotionally intelligent, and, like physically strong and like really whatever. And I'm like, you're literally describing a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's like hey. a man who can get pregnant and do everything is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah. Seahorses, the men have babies. They do? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, look at that. Well, that's cool. You didn't know that? No. I've been sitting on that fact for like 15 years. It's one of the only things I know. That's a great fact. <laughs> also, yeah. I'm kind of just obsessed with seahorses in general. What? Yeah. What do the women do? Uh, they go outside and right. smoke a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do seahorse women do when the men are pregnant? Build universes. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, I think I saw the seahorse, a seahorse give birth. There's like visual of it. This is the only time anyone's ever Googled this full. <laughs> when do seahorse women do? Wait. How does the female seahorse give the babies to the male? After completing an elaborate courtship dance Whoa. that may go on for hours or days. Okay. The female seahorse transfers her mature eggs into the male's brood pouch where they are fertilized. Oh, that's a little bit different. But they he's the pregnant one. He's the pregnant one. She has so she basically is the she inseminator. In him. Mm-hmm. And then penguins is kind of like that too, right? What? The, like the the guy watches the baby, and then the the woman goes out and like gets all the food. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. That's kind of amazing. I wish we could go back and forth. I feel like peak human would be like, I have one, you have one, but men just couldn't. It would just be too no, weird. Oh, when they have like a flu. I know. Have you seen a man with a cold? Yeah, it's That's weak. The perfect example. <laughs> yeah. They can't handle it. Can we look up the courtship dance with seahorses? Yes, do? yes. Oh my god, dude. Yes. <laughs> the court. The other day, I was looking at pictures of seahorses, and I was just like, "No really? one talks about seahorses enough." I love seahorses. They're the coolest thing. Oh my god, seahorse the mating dance. Oh my god, should we get seahorse tattoos? Yeah, we should get a, an actual seahorse. Oh my god, they're so cool. They're like sea dinosaurs. They're flirting. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> really mm, that are. feels good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like when you I'm love gonna me. I'm going to get you like pregnant. That. Ooh, do you mind if I lay my eggs oh, in your pouch? <gasps> oh! They're playing footsie. Oh, my, oh God. my God. You guys. They lock tails. This is so cute. Oh, my, oh God. my God. They're, they're holding hands. They're so tender. Now they're scissoring. That's me having pregnant it, it, sex. It's like, <laughs> is, it hard to, is it hard to have pregnant sex? It's so hard. Oh you, my did, God. you did 
call me and say you were worried that you got you had too hard of sex and that the baby was gonna get smashed. Yeah, I know, but he won't smash me hard anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he only goes gentle. <gasps> yeah, uh, I know it sucks. <laughs> she's ready to she's ready to get this baby so she can get fucked harder. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, like, you know what I surrendered for you, kid. <laughs> I used to get pounded. Pounded. Now. now <laughs> getting made love to very tenderly and it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) no i love it i love that too but sometimes you know you just want like a variety i can tell it's hard for him too right you know because he's like trying to be really like gentle cautious right you don't want your son coming out like an indentation (laughs) like a dick Dick. (laughs) (laughs) what happened it was a horny month (laughs) my dad was really good at sex (laughs) (laughs) almost too good (laughs) Oh my god! I actually like read. I went and did um, a astromath like future projection of my kid's birth chart. Okay. If he's born on his due date. Okay. Which like is dumb because he might not be in like whatever. I can't be getting attached to all this Aquarius <laughs> energy. I have okay. to let it go. Okay. Um, but uh, one of the aspects in his chart did say he was going to be like super sexual, <laughs> and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Like. We're so horny. You're going to have a super sexual son. Oh, like a hot sex. <laughs> I'm going to have like a hot fuck boy child. I do think that because t- I did see the ultrasound and he's got a good face. He's so handsome. He's a handsome. Normally, like you look at them and you're like, yikes, what am I looking at? I know. He's got a good face. He's good looking. He's good looking. And I know. You can tell. Like, I know. It's crazy. I'm going to like redo my karma by having a fuck boy, but give him a heart of gold. he's gonna be breaking hearts because he's too good of a guy i feel like he's gonna be in like fuckboy outfits oh i can't wait to dress a baby dude it's so weird i already buy clothes which i shouldn't even do because i already have so many hand-me-downs but like in florida we went to this swamp this like swamp sanctuary like um what's a swamp sanctuary it's like an audubon you know where they do like nature preserve where they're crocodiles yeah oh we saw an alligator a baby one oh that's what i meant yeah it was really cute. It was? Yeah, it was like this big. It was so cute. <laughs> I know. But uh, I then we went to the gift shop and there was like a tiny like sailor's hat with like a little picture of the sanctuary on it. And I was like, I have to get this. Like, a sailor hat? That's so cute. I know. But like the, my toxic shopping addiction that I have for myself. It's going to transfer. Yeah. He's going to have too many clothes. Ugh. Are you going to hoard them? No, I already, <laughs> people already have given me so many clothes and I want to, Get rid of them. Really? Well, I have to go through them, but I just feel like, I don't know, like, I don't want to have a lot of shit. I want to have the stuff that people have don't given me. Don't act like me. you're a minimalist. No, 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 like. no, no. I want to have the stuff that people have given me, like, for me. Like, my friend Zoe, she gave me, like, outfits that she specifically bought, like, for my baby. Like, right. fun, things that she was like, this will be funny for your kid. For your specific Yeah, kid. but I don't necessarily want the like and they're all vintage pieces it's not like it can't be done like ethically or whatever uh, yeah <laughs> not that i'm buying only vintage clothing for my baby i'm sorry Haley. um <laughs> Haley's our neighbor who's very eco-friendly yeah and friend yeah just our neighbor no <laughs> she's our, she's my neighbor no she's she's so committed and i like value and i'm so inspired by that but like i triggered her so hard really yeah why because we're talking about balloons oh fuck for the baby shower oh no Balloons not made of sheepskin. She was like, 
<laughs> we can get biodegradable <laughs> balloons, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be biodegradable, no. Haley. <laughs> yes. I'll make sure. No mylars. <laughs> She's like, well, if you want to get balloons, then you can. But that's not really my thing. And I was like, I can tell you're getting triggered by the talk of balloons. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like one of those. I know, but like, I appreciate that. But it's like, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Not a balloon. We need balloons. Forsake the joy of a balloon. <laughs> That's what I said. For Earth? <laughs> Not <laughs> happening, bitch. No way. I was like, okay, okay. Party city. <laughs> Biodegradable balloons. I bet that's a thing. It is a thing. It has to be. It is. So then let's just get those. I also told her that everything I do is biodegradable. I'm eating gum. She's like, is that biodegradable gum? I'm like, of course it is. (laughs) It's definitely not. not. No. (laughs) Sarah got like a reusable water bottle, I think, just so that Haley would leave her alone. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I take, I'll take one of these and I'm like, I'm going to Haley's house. I'll just dump it in there real quick. And then I'll be like, okay, I don't feel like the feed, having the feedback today. So bad. (laughs) I'm doing my best. No, you're not. I am. I am. You didn't bring your water bottle. It's in the car. I have one in the car too. I didn't open this. But yeah, you're going to be transferring it later into. No, you know what? You're going to want it. I'm going to leave it. No. Yes. Sorry, Crystal Geyser. No. (laughs) You're not a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I will say that living in the canyon has really shown a light on um, sustainability in a way that I I had not been shown a light on that before. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. I mean, I think I do think it's ridiculous that like corporations act like it's our responsibility to like navigate it when it's like you guys are the ones making the water in the plastic bottles like you should take responsibility too. It's like the burden that we all bear like how intense. Like they should have to pay a higher taxes, the crystal guys are. Or it should just be all recycled material. Right. I don't know why it's not that. That seems like the most obvious. There's like so much fucking plastic in the world. I don't there's no reason why there should ever be any new plastic made. Like, have you seen when they're like taking all of it out of the ocean? It's like it's so dark. Instead of putting money in facilities to put water in new plastic bottles, invest in facilities that recycle plastic. See, it's so Does easy recycling? to solve world problems. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> it's so easy solving some world problems. <laughs> like it's obvious. I want to talk also, but I think no, I do think we should all do our best. But like, we can't put too much pressure on ourselves because it's like it's impossible. Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm like, I'm doing my best, and I see some schmuck over here. I see six water bottles in his car. Well. I say, well. I'm going to be bad, too? That's your reaction? Yeah. <laughs> That's an insane reaction. Yeah, when, like, <laughs> I get peer pressured to be bad. Yeah, you're like, well, if he's being bad and ruining the earth, then I should be bad and ruining the earth, too. <laughs> Uh, that's not the logic we're looking for here in the new I earth. know, I know, I know. I'm trying to evolve. Yeah. Just be like, he's being so bad, I gotta be, like, good. Normal good. Not extra good. Normal not extra good. good. Normal good. But it is it is fun having a friend that holds you to higher standards. Totally. I've learned a lot from her. I have, too. And I, like, try to be better because I'm like, of it. I got a compost now. I'm like, is compost not just, like, throwing your food, like, outside your window? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> banana peel out the window like in my yard that's composting, composting yeah <laughs> I, I got eggshells i think i can do those too yeah just like in an area where like nobody goes yeah i don't know <laughs> i think it is i think I just digging know. a hole and putting stuff in it that's biodegradable is composting right yeah 
Sometimes, though, I do get when there's, like, the different sections, it's, like, compost. There's, like, a moment of, like, okay, use your brain. Where Which one does this go in? And it's, like, I'm a smart college-educated adult. I sh- it shouldn't have to be that, like, much of a... It's only like that because you don't do it a lot. That's true. <laughs> like, if you did it more, then it would be, like, second nature. Compost. You can put Recycle. All, you can put all compost in L.A. in the green bin. It's not just for, um, like, tree trash. Yeah. You can, you can put bananas, mm-hmm. eggs, yeah. shells. Anything. Yeah. You just can't put meat. Ew. And dairy, I don't think, can go in there. Composting meat is sounds foul. It's like maggot city, baby. Yeah, I don't think that that's part of it. But, like, yeah. all vegetables and fruit and, like, grains, eggshells. I think that's often. Coffee is really good for the compost. What else? I don't know. I want to talk about manifestation a little. Oh, yeah. Because you just wrote a whole sub stack on manifestation. I did. And. I'm going to have to rewrite it. Because <laughs> of Dwight? Because of Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about time for me to rewrite that, that sub stack. Um, no, I wanted to write it. I mean, I do think that what we were talking about before definitely was a good ad, which is like I, I wrote about journaling in the sub stack. But I didn't say like what you were saying, which I think is really smart, which is I said that I said that the power of journaling is unmatched because it's like a declaration to yourself and to the universe and just gives you clarity on what it is you're asking for or looking for like through writing. But I think how you said it where you're like opening up to a deeper aspect of yourself is also a really important thing to say. Yeah, like you're dropping in with source. You're dropping in. It's not just like, I want this. I want that. It's like you're connecting. A castle and yeah. a pony. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the and funny. A crown. But you know what the funny thing is? What? I believe that if you were to write those things, you you could get them. If you were like, it's my honest to God dream to live in a castle. I'm trying to think right now out loud if I do want to live in a castle or if it seems cold. It seems really cold. It's so cold. Why, yeah. Why is castle <laughs> yeah. so cold? I don't know. This castle's too cold. Yeah, well, it's the material that it's made out of for sure. The stone just makes everything really cold. Warm up my castle. Yeah, and then they all have just like <laughs> no. wood burning fireplaces. There's like no heat in a castle because none of them were built in How like much, this century. Are there castles in Los Angeles? The Magic Castle. <laughs> are there other castles? Can you I Google Castles what? LA? There's, there's a couple like really really like, big like architectural I feel like in, moments I feel like there's castles oh my God, like five castle rentals let's see these cold ass wait ca- looks cold freezing and also sick though there's any more a multi-tiered oh I know that one that's right but that's an apartment building yeah that's the, but that's, that's the Hollywood crazy. tower could you imagine if when that was not an apartment building and it was a whole castle who lived there? I don't know. You know how much it is to stay in that castle? $1,500 a night. A night? Yeah. In Hollywood? Ew. <laughs> go down, go down. <laughs> a manor. Yeah, there's something about That's in a Lake Bavarian Arrowhead. pub and a sliding bookcase secret passage. $3,000 a night. Okay. Ooh, I love this one. A lush escape in the Hollywood Hills. Ooh, Ooh. there's something about Only 707 a night, a steal. What's that one? A Fortify. That one's, that one, I don't like that one at all. That one's, that one's $171 per night and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the 
low budget castle suite. That one is so like weird and like um it's like the blue light special bad happened there <laughs> yeah Ooh, alcazar riverside what why would you stay in a boutique hotel in Riverside, though? Excuse me, I gotta go to a castle. I'm staying in a castle where? The Inland Empire. <laughs> the IE. This is like when you're like cheating on your wife, but it's going really well. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, a great place in Riverside. Oh my God. That's so- you won't even realize you're in Riverside. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. Wow. I mean, I think that, you know, like if you. There's all these like small rural towns in like Italy where they're selling land for like no money. Sardinia? Yeah. Sardinia. Where they're paying you to move there. But I heard that there's nothing in Sardinia. Well, that's why they want you to move there. <sighs> they want people to move there and create its own like economy. Hey, to I'm stimulate in, I'm the s- Italian economy. I'm live podcasting from Sardinia. Dude, uh, but listen, <laughs> just, here's what's up. There's no one there. Not no. What if like us, like all of us, what if like 10 groups of people? moved to fucking Sardinia and we like started our own thing <laughs> then like people would visit and then they'd be like whoa you can just like live in Sardinia like we want to move here and then like before you know it we'd have like a whole community it just takes a <sighs> few feels like brave it could get people. cultish okay if I move to Sardinia will you visit <laughs> yes and be open to stay to never leave <laughs> <laughs> this hotel california yeah <laughs> like, i went to sardinia and i never came back i know but i feel like what are we gonna live in california for the rest of our lives i love california i know i love california too but i'm just like ugh. where do you want to go the grass know. is always greener maybe sardinia i mean living in europe does feel like it would be transformative it's incredible. Just like like breastfeeding while eating a baguette by a river. Like That's what I imagine. <laughs> non-poisoned food and like beautiful nature, like culture. But you do give up things. Like you give up a lot of conveniences. Like you like you can't get Amazon packages le- package effectively in Sardinia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, like you can't you can't find why like, isn't all this state-of-the-art shit that we have. It was a have. bad idea. I was like, well, I'm shocked that Jeff Bezos hasn't tried to get into Don't Sardinia. let him. I know. That I said ruin- it, and then I took it back. <laughs> that would ruin everything. Did you see that photo of him and his lover? Yeah. Can we pull that up? Yeah. It went, it's been memed so many times. What is this? Everyone seemed to be, like, very mad. No, no, it's not. It's like It's, it's, the, like- it's his girlfriend on the cover of Vogue, I think. I think it's Vogue. Yeah, Vogue. Yeah. Ah. This, like, people were beside themselves about this. They were like, oh, my God, really, Vogue? I thought you were better. (laughs) (laughs) They were, like, so mad. I mean, I don't really have any feelings about this at all. I have so many feelings about it. You do? Yeah. What do you feel? I feel like it's pretty gross. It's like when you, if it's like walking in the, the room and seeing your parents having sex or something it's like pretty visceral for me it's also like really? be- bezos the bracelets gotta go the cowboy hat what is he the fucking lone ranger to me he looks like a fake person in a fake world well she doesn't look real either this whole thing just Are looks like AI? i feel like we're looking at like a clip from like next season of Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at? Like, I get zero like resonance from him at all. I don't have any. I'm just like, you're just this weird billionaire guy. Yeah, like, but there's something in his eyes that's not right. 
I Something mean, in Bezos' eyes ain't right, Steph. I'm telling you. Look who these people are. Like, I don't even know. I'm They're talking living. a lot of shit, but if Bezos said, hey, come to Lake Como tomorrow, I'd be on the jet tomorrow. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm trying to know Jeff Bezos. Like, I don't want to, like, I think he needs people around him who are. Are you in Jeff Bezos' corner? And I'm not, are you rallying behind Jeff Bezos? This picture is more upsetting to me than anything else. That looks like the swinger couple. <laughs> this, this is giving swinger. Giving disgusting swinger. I cannot with this. This is giving like. So like take a little MDMA and let's see what happens. So yeah, out of touch. This looks like their everyday look. This, <laughs> yeah. this is how, what they think is cool. Yeah. Oh my God. No, but like. Listen, I'm not going to shun Bezos because he has so much money and access that, like, if I could get a sit at the table with Jeff Bezos and pitch him some of my brilliant recycling ideas. Jeff, you got to go to Sardinia. <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're not that close. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's just, not in just, the commune. It's our five closest friends and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> He's like, you guys want to do a photo shoot on the side of a tractor? We're like, not again, Jeff. We have enough pictures, Jeff. Jeff, stop. No, I don't. Is he? Is that him right there? Holy fuck. Wait a second. Wait, this one? The red picture? Oh, yeah. This is like back when he was doing like Taco Bell. I'm done. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Jeff Bezos glow up. This glow up is uh. insane. What? This is this is like where money buys everything. He yeah. went from being like ultimo aqua dweeb to like what the fuck is this like pumped up iron cowboy shit? This is insane. Fame changes you. Yeah. <laughs> One thing been... about fame is gonna change you. Whatever he's on, I want to be on it. No, it's probably. What isn't he on? He's definitely on so much testosterone. Look at his biceps. Testosterone, probably like he gets all has biohacking access to like shit. stem cells, probably. Yeah, dude, I I can't believe I mean, that, that picture. It's so funny. We got a, a before and after. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. I cannot, dude. That guy became a billionaire because he never once got laid. Oh my god, look at him right there. Okay, I feel he looks bad. Like, he looks like he snorts when he laughs. I feel bad. I don't want to make fun of old Bezos, but like, that is not the same person. Yeah, it's like it's like watching Kylie Jenner. It's the same thing. It's like <laughs> we're, it's like there's no such thing as natural beauty. Just like a lot of money. A lot. That's exactly. Anyone can be hot if you are Jeff Bezos. Dude, <laughs> if I'm, I was Jeff Bezos, I would be so hot. I wonder what his dick looks like. Ugh. I'm just saying some things you can't change. Well, Jeff Bezos could find a way to change his dick. If anyone could do it, it's Bezos. Would you be able to be married to a man who's like had a really small penis? <sighs> I, I, I have couldn't. some questions. Okay, okay. How fast does he come? No, that's not part of it. No, normal, normal no. metacom time. Okay, because I've interacted with a small dick guy that came pretty fast. And was that... Ideal or not ideal? Not, none of it was ideal. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that, like, if you're really good at foreplay, it makes a difference. Yeah. But yeah. there's only so much of a difference it can make. If, yeah. If it's, like, you know, mm -hmm. throwing a hot dog through a hallway. For me, personally, so, I don't like... So gross. No, I know. And also, that's, like, the most, like, dad reference. I know. I know. 
That's like something my dad would say. I know. <laughs> Which is my, also weird and gross. So, uh, sorry, sorry to bring our dads into it. <laughs> it's your fault, Steve. Steve, who's Steve? My dad. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <gasps> I'm so mad at you, Dad. Thanks for this cool saying. It's like so great. Oh my God, me and Tyler were just visiting my dad in Florida and he was like, he was being so inappropriate. Like he's going through this like potential breakup with his girlfriend and it's just like all this drama. I don't even know if they're going to break up or whatever, but they're just going through some shit. So he was being like, my dad like can't obviously admit how he really feels about anything. So he just like acts out. Yeah. So it's like, we're in Florida, like having lunch and he's looking around He's at every hot woman. He's going snapper. Meaning, no, like, no. <laughs> it's like this like gross no, saying that like, he has. Like hot? Like hot. Like young snapper. hot piece. Snapper? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a fish? Yeah, like it's a hot fish. I don't no, know. No, no. <laughs> and like later on, I was like, man, your dad is like a real poon hound. And I'm like, yeah, why do you think I was in therapy for so long? Like, dude, I feel like that's what that generation were. They just like were so rogue Horny with saying and, shit. And rogue because their parents grew up in the 50s. My dad's like, well, it's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you don't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to think it. But like, I know, but then sometimes I'm like, because my dad really does say what he thinks too. Mm hmm. And I'm like, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse because I feel like I kind of got that too Same. in a way. Yeah. And it's kind of like. It's a good quality. It's a good quality in trace amounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in trace amounts. In trace amounts when it's like contained. When it's not always about trying to fuck young, hot people. Yeah. No but one needs that. men are so horny. We know. We don't need you to constantly be pointing it out. When you're my dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. But like, but does he have a type? Is he like he just wants like a, a young hot person? Like, like every stereotype. Like there's no limit. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like no. I don't know. He's himself thinks of himself as like 18. It is interesting how, how that happens. Yeah. Like but how but I kind of feel like that with myself. I think of myself as young. As younger than I am. Yeah. Do you feel like you think of yourself as younger than you are? Definitely before like I get like pregnant. I'm a teen mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, like I'm a teen mom. <laughs> yeah. Finally, my dream of becoming a teen mom has come true. Babies through. raising babies, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> kids having kids. Yeah. We can do it. Uh, yeah, totally. I think when you're like 80, you look in the mirror and you're like, what happened to my face? Because your soul is not like aging. Ugh. Like I think a soul probably ages over like thousands of years. Not like 80. If that, or like 35, you're welcome. Hell yeah. <laughs> she shaved off a year. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I was going to ask you about reincarnation. Oh. What are your thoughts? Um, like, do you think, I think it's possible. Do you think you were something else in a previous life? Something or someone? Either. Were I, you a pen? <laughs> <laughs> Can you reincarnate as an That's inanimate so object? Using a pen. Can you reincarnate as an inanimate what object? What even made your brain? Is it because I write so much? I just like I don't know. She must have been a pen. Been a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Last life she was a pen. This yeah, life she's, she's a lady. Why she's a scribe in this uh, yeah, life? <laughs> yeah, evolving on the journey of writing. Like, do you think you can? I don't think you can be inanimate objects. You don't. No. Um... <laughs> I think that's an insane theory. I think maybe you could be an animal. I think. But do you think like in a previous life you were an animal or is there an animal that you would want to be in the next life? I feel about animals more like they're like guides. 
I feel like we're like spiritually connected to them. Like I feel like my dog very like knows a lot. Yeah. Like when yeah. I look at him, I'm like, oh, I've known you for in the past. In another life, I've known you too. Maybe right. you were my boyfriend in the last life and now you're my dog. Yeah. I don't Do you ever know. think about that? Like, was Carlos like I mean, me and Carlos definitely was have Carlos like, your dad in a previous life and now he's your dog? I feel Do like, you ever think about stuff like that? Yeah, but I feel like with Carlos, he was like all he I've had like every possible relationship with him where I'm like, he's my dad, he's my son, he's my boyfriend, he's my husband, he's my abuser. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like he's everything. The dog becomes all of the Yeah. Things. But I don't know, like if I don't know. I definitely think we go through different lifetimes as people. Do you think that we, like, do you think that you and Tyler knew each other another lifetime? For sure. And that, because there's a sense of a lot of times when I have an instant connection to someone, which you guys did, mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, you met, you got pregnant, and it's going well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do think that there's some because we there's like a familiarity to it right so it's like yeah i didn't just know you in this lifetime yeah it feels like we've known each other for a really long time totally and sometimes i have those interactions with people and other times i'm like i've never known this bitch <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like when yeah uh <laughs> we haven't done any lifetimes together i gotta go yeah i was gonna say like when you get that sometimes when i get that feeling it's like intriguing to me I'm like, oh, we haven't met before. Right. And it's I'm like, like a sense of meet. like a sense of like I need to meet that person. Yeah, I think that's but you can get that sense of I want to meet that person from both things, right? Like from being like, I feel like I know them to being like they're so foreign to me that I want to know them. Right. Um, but I don't know, I've had like a past life regression, a couple of What did of they them. say you were? I've heard so many different things. Do any of them resonate? One that was really Okay, there's two things that I was told that were really interesting. Actually, three. One of them said that, like, in a past life, I was, like, strangled to death and, like, um, killed by my lover. No. And then another, and they also said that, like, I've had, okay. I've had, <laughs> and they, but, but they've also said that I've had, like, multiple husbands that were killed as well. And I do feel like when I kind of learned about those things, it helped me to sort of like weirdly chip away at certain like feelings of anxiety or trust that I had in relationships. Okay. Where I was like, I do have an unreasonable fear where like when someone leaves the house that they're going to die. That was like a real fear that I had like a lot. Right. And then when it was like that happened to me, like in multiple lifetimes, I was like, that weirdly like makes sense because it doesn't feel like something that I, Stephanie, would be afraid of. Right. It's just like this thing. Um, I heard that, like, my brother was my wife in another life. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I heard that I was an Egyptian priest in another life, which was really interesting because the priest that the priest in Egypt were, like, the councilman to the, um, is it the pharaoh? It is, right? And whoever the, like, pharaoh, who is it? The pharaoh king with, like, the eye of Horus? Horus. Okay. Is he a pharaoh? I may be, like, mixing things, but whatever. Horace's like eye and that his whole thing was like a falcon head okay and I was like supposedly this priest who had like an onk tattoo on my forehead that was like the counsel to like Horace really so I thought that was really weird because I'm obsessed with falcon obviously right and when I was young I was obsessed with the onk like I always thought my first tattoo would be an onk 
What is that an ankh? No, an ankh is the key of life symbol. That's the eye of Horus. That's the eye of Horus, and then I'll, I'll find the ankh. That thing. Like I was obsessed with that growing up. Really? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I always wanted to get it tattooed, and then just, I never ended up getting it because that's so weird and random. I know because it became like too popularized, but um, it's it was so random. Anyway, so I was like, that's crazy. Like I don't know what to do with that information, but like love to think of that. Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. Yeah, I so mean, I don't know. It's kind of fun to like imagine that. For some reason, I think that I was like a housewife in the 1950s. I fully like, I see that for you. I have a full like, I have like a weird obsession with the 1950s. Mm-hmm. And I just like feel like I lived in that time. And you Last have this life. like delusional idea that you want that life for yourself. But yes. every time you've ever gotten close to it, you I go, just never mind. Bison. I yeah. I'm caged inside. Yeah. Oh my god, that's you. Yeah, that's how I feel. I definitely see that for you. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that happened. Yeah. I also want to go to the pet psychic that you went to. That was crazy. That was like when my friend told me to do it, I was like, "You're crazy." Like we have fully lost the plot when we're going to pet psychics. Like right. I can't even let this be a thing. And then for some reason. Oh, she told me what she said about her cat. So I was like, fuck, like, that sounds real. That's what, yeah. So it was like $100. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm curious, girl. I want to know what's up with Carlos and, like, what's going on with Rue. Like, let me just, if it's all crazy, then it will just be hilarious. And if it's not all crazy, then, like, we've won. Yeah. And it was so real. It was (laughs) so specific. She goes, he loves when you call him king. No. I'm like, I do call my dog King Carlos. No. It makes him feel really sophisticated, and he's, like, really concerned with that. <laughs> and he does like, have that his energy. whole energy that he cares about is, like, being dignified. Yeah. That's what she said. And I'm like, that is his full vibe. And then, and he's then. Like, yeah. than everyone. <laughs> yeah. So it's so fucking crazy. And then when I was babysitting your dogs, house-sitting for you, I, um, they... I started looking at them differently because I'm like, I Through know. the eyes of what she said? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Rue gets proud when she barks. And I was like, every time I'd like walk in, she'd be barking. And I'm like, you're showing off. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. She also does this thing where she spins around. I know. It's she's really cute. She's so cute. Yeah. I know. Well, that's our pod. Oh, my God. Wow. It ended on Rue being a cute chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend chihuahuas, although I want to get a bigger dog. You do? Yeah. Like, the next one, I want a dog that can, like, hunt mice and, like, be a guard dog. Yeah. Utilitarian. Yeah. You know? The family girl stuff has a utilitarian (laughs) dog. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not these chihuahuas who think they rule the roost. They do think they rule the roost. (laughs) I know. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Um, Where can people find you? What's your sub stack? I'll link to it in the description as well. Um... Yeah, like on Instagram, I think it's easiest just as like a, this way you can't erase Instagram because it's like a central portal. Easy to reference. Easy. As Simbari, and then you can just um, click on the link in my bio, which is my sub stack. Okay, perfect. And then like stay tuned because I feel like I'm actually going to start it now. Start your... Like I'm actually going to like really keep keep doing it. Yeah. You know? Guys, check it out. Steph's a great writer. Very insightful bitch. Um, <laughs> I try. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of Shank. Also, before we leave, I just want to tell you that on January 14th, we're doing another This Bitch and Friend show, Main Room Comedy Store. Get tickets for that. Fun. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next week on Shank. Bye. Bye.